Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this week's online service. Last week, we heard Jordan speak about divine creativity, going out in divine creativity and watching as God shows up. The youth camp that you will hear about this week is nothing short of God's divine intervention in the midst of him pushing me to be creative. Here's what I know about ministering to teens. They need to experience God. They need to know that God is actually real more than they need a good sermon. So the method is fairly simple. You take them out of the comfortable routines of daily life and stick them into a situation where they will see that God is real. So one of the first things that I did as a youth pastor was actually to plan a missions trip. We had something set up for the beginning of June. We were gonna go to the Philippines. We had where we were gonna stay, where what we were gonna eat, what we were gonna do for ministry. Everything was completely set up and ready to go. And then the students weren't gonna be able to get vaccinations in time. So we pushed it to the end of July. And then the border didn't open. And so I was thinking about other things that I could do. And so I planned a trip to Kauai. And then they were on the verge of a shutdown. But all this time, I was feeling like the Lord saying to me to not let up on planning a trip, even though doors around me continued to close. My wife, Sarah, saw on Instagram that Youth with a Mission Kona was actually putting on a summer camp for the exact same days that we had set aside for the July dates for the missions trip. The Lord provided us with a creative solution, and let's take a look to see how that turned out. All right, we're embarking on a journey today to go and hear the testimonies of the students from the Kona Commission Camp. A lot of the students like encountered the Lord for what they felt like was like the first time for them where they really took ownership of it and they were like, whoa, this isn't just something my parents believe now. This is something that like I am experiencing for the first time. Um, so I had the pleasure of going with them um, and so did Sarah and Hillary. Okay, the first night I was kind of freaked out because everybody was worshiping and it was crazy and I was like, okay, this is really weird. Amy Ward, she was talking about the Holy Spirit and how he was her best friend. Somebody came over and prayed for me and I started crying even harder. So then she went and grabbed another person and then both of them started praying for me. And then like right then I just like fell back. I like fell onto the floor. I just felt like the Holy Spirit in me. It was really in like, crazy and I was excited and I had never really, I don't know, after that I was kind of like this is actually real and this is like something that I can be a part of or yeah, have a relationship with God. How is this going to impact you maybe like with your relationships with other people? Well at school I don't have like any Christian friends, they're all very uh, zodiac sign, crystal, power, chakra stuff and I'm, I was kind of getting into that or like thinking it was pretty interesting before but I guess now I can go and talk to them and kind of tell them what I believe and what I think is 
like the truth. What happened with you and the Lord at camp? Let's see. I would say that um, I probably was closer to God after camp than before. I witnessed a lot of miracles happening and I heard a lot of stories. What did you feel like the Lord was saying to you in that moment? Felt like he was saying to go out to the um, school and friends, maybe more friends, and just tell them about God. And that's not something you were really feeling strongly to do no, before camp? No. Thank you for letting us come to your house today. Um, before camp, I was kind of drifting away from my spirituality. Like, I knew I was, I had a prophetic gift, but I wasn't really sure what to do with that because I wasn't feeling really close to God. Really pessimistic, like, my family noticed how pessimistic I was. And just the whole atmosphere at camp was really encouraging. Everyone around me was so cheerful and I, I got one word about like feeling joyful and rejoicing in Jesus. During the trip I got like six different words about my prophetic gift which was also really encouraging and a great confirmation so I'm really trying to push into that more. I've been, <laughs> I've been giving my family words and my little sisters are kind of freaked out by it <laughs> which is funny because I'm like you have a really strong gift of prayer. Like you need to dig deeper into that. You could help lots. She's like, great. <laughs> so, um, I'm only ten, <laughs> but yeah, I've been doing sort of that sort of thing, and I'm trying to reach out and to reach farther, like into my community. It's like the fifth night or something. This wonderful speaker came and. After she, she was like an amazing prophetess and after she was done she had everyone come to the front and like stand in lines and almost all of the campers including me were slain in the spirit. That was my first time and it was amazing. At one point I had a vision of like Jesus walking up to me and hugging me and that was a wonderful experience because that was like what really made me feel not alone and like sure of myself in him. I feel like I need to pray for a general releasing of the Holy Spirit over the congregation. Like, I'm sure everyone's really discouraged during these times, especially now. We just got back to church and we were just feeling that joy again of being back and now we have to go back home and watch the service. And I'm sure many people are kind of disgruntled about it, but I, I think we need to all just feel peace about this and know that God's doing this for a reason and we need to really dig deep to feel His presence and we, we need Him at this time. Yeah, I pray, I think some of us are having trouble finding our identities in Christ. I think a man in particular, he's struggling with like his fatherhood and maybe his own father he's had problems with him and he's having trouble balancing the things in his life i just want to encourage you you're doing a great job god loves you and 
he really wants to encourage you that he is a good, good father, and you can be too. You, you're doing great. Keep going. <laughs> We were worshiping, um, and while we were worshiping, it was right after when um, when they were praying for people. And I, I was just kind of standing there, just closing my eyes, trying to listen to the music. And then um, it was like the weirdest feeling. My body started to get like really hot, and I remember just like kind of like shaking back and forth. I was like shaking a little bit, and I was like looking to the right and left of me. People were just like totally feeling the Holy Spirit and you know I was like wow I really want that you know and they were like then they even said like I was just like sitting there I almost I could like feel like I'm almost to the point of like full Holy Spirit <laughs> you know and I decided to stay because I was like I'm going to feel the Holy Spirit today so then I was just like almost falling back and I was like whoa like this is I'm really having a hard time standing up here and then um, like my whole body started to shake and I started to cry and then he was like he prayed and then he was just like, he even like just like pressed on my heart. He didn't push me back or anything, he just like pressed on my heart. And then I totally just fell backwards. And I just, I didn't know what was happening anymore. And I just remember there was like a 50 pound weight in my chest that just wouldn't let me get up. And then he could sense that. So then he prayed for me and he said, anything that you would like to let go, please let go. And then, you know, I prayed for that and I, and then, you know, I just started like, scream like that's when I let go and I just started like you know cry and scream and then and then I felt a lot better and I was just like kind of standing there I wasn't shaking anymore my body felt really good actually and I was just like standing there in peace almost I've never really even felt Jesus I've I've felt him while I was praying you know but I've never felt Jesus like touch me or anything like that and I was like really cool like I actually feel that Jesus will do something and like praying really does help and you know, I've actually, I've healed my mom several times now. Like when she's just having bad days, you know what I mean? I just like put my faith in the Lord now. And I know that's weird, but like, I, I, I mean like, I like to think of myself as a pretty big guy. But I was still afraid of the dark before I went on this. And now I can like, I'm not really afraid of anything anymore. So there's a guy, like Frenchie, speaking on the main stage, and so what he said was that there's a person in this room or whatever seeing an outline of a country and like needs to look at a map. And so I was just thinking, you know, as he was praying, and then I saw like the words Congo, like you know, flash in my mind. And I was like, ah, you know, whatever. That's just a cool country. And then all of a sudden I see an outline of like the country being drawn and like where it is on the map. Like it started zooming in on like you know Africa. And so I was like, okay, you know, this is uh, pretty cool. I'll just like keep it in my pocket, listen, like think about it later, you know? And so then later that night, I was thinking to myself, you know, oh, I saw that country, might as well just like look it up, you know, see where it is. And so it was in the exact same spot and like the exact same outline. And I was like, oh, whatever, just a coincidence, you know, with what the guy on the stage was saying, you know? So then I was texting Mel and then, well, my sister. And then she was like, Oh, you know, she's like, no way, you're that guy that, like, Frenchie was talking about. And I was like, I was like, I don't even know what he said, like, so I don't think that's me. And then she's like, no, it literally matches up, like, perfectly. The outline, you looking at a map just now, and, like, everything. And I was like, 
Uh, you know, oh, okay, you know, that's, that's cool. Maybe not now, but later in the future, I'm gonna search up like Congo and like maybe missions there or stuff that could happen, you know, Christianity-wise, you know, over there. And so, yeah, those are the next steps. So one night, as the commission camp, all of the leaders and the people and the directors, they were praying for the Holy Spirit to come down on all of us. I was kind of just like standing there and I wasn't really expecting anything to happen because I was like, nah, I'm not that special anyway. Like, you know, what all of those lies that the enemy kind of fills in your head. As I was standing there, I was praying that the Holy Spirit would come and fill me. And all of a sudden my heart got super hot. And all of a sudden I just burst out crying. It was really like a, not a pretty cry, that's all I'm gonna say. In that moment, I felt all of these walls that I had built up for years of lies about myself just totally come down because, you know, it was a totally out of body experience. I can't even like explain it because after it all happened, I felt the most free that I had ever felt in my entire life and lies about that I'm not important, that I'm not special, the way that I look doesn't fit what society wants me to look like. All of that stuff kind of just went away and it was totally amazing and freeing. I'm not as scared, I think, to talk about God to my friends and stuff, so there was one friend that kept coming to my mind throughout the whole entire week. I would just see her face and I was like, dang, like, I don't really want to talk about it with her because she's totally against Christianity and missionaries and stuff. But um, she's now my prayer every single day. Before I go to sleep, I pray for her because I know that there's no, there's no soul too far that God can't save. So she's my, she's my person right now. Yeah, so one of the visions I had was about our youth group specifically, just going out and touching all the nations, ministering to them. But then coming back to Blue Water is kind of a home base and like regrouping, reconnecting with everyone there. The other one was kind of just like us running the entire church service, everything from like worship, prayer line, tech team, working with Keiki, and yeah, it's just kind of like injecting fuel into the worship set so that everyone was like crazy, jumping up and down, kind of like what we experienced at camp. You said you went in with some like disbelief and stuff. Like how did you overcome that? Like what happened? Well, I think I've been thinking about it a little too empirically. Like, if there was absolute proof, then there would be no choice. There would be no freedom to choose between whether you want to believe in God or not. There's evidence for God, but you have to take that leap of faith to trust in Him and put your life in Him and let Him guide your life and make decisions. Okay, Jordy. Can you tell us about a foot race that you had with someone? Connor challenged me to a race over his hat. I didn't really realize the power of God and like the Holy Spirit because like um, for like say like the Old Testament how Jesus and his disciples did healings and like even after Jesus went to heaven, his disciples still continued to like perform signs of miracles. I I mean I still believe that like there could be miracles today, but I thought it was just like like on the occasion. Like I didn't think that like normal people could just like pray and do it. But like after this camp, yeah, 
my perspective changed. I feel like I can pray more easily and like even if like the outcome doesn't like isn't like the same as like you know like me healing someone I feel like prayer is still powerful and that I should do it more. <laughs> the great thing about this vehicle is that you can really muscle people off the road um, which is kind of what we want to go for as a youth group. I did get slain in the spirit and I fell over and I was uh, lying there for a while like talking with the Lord I guess and it never really had been an experience for you before no and it felt really short whenever you do something fun or whatever time goes by really fast it feels like so it felt like that it felt like 20 minutes to me even though it was over an hour I went through the motions at church I didn't really know what was really happening and I don't know I just seeing it for myself was real the experience at camp was really powerful and there's so many people there who are like super crazy about the Lord yeah it's just really nice to see being by people who are like jumping up and down at worship every night and like putting lots of face paint at our games like just makes you kind of also want to go all out. I feel like God really wants me to have people have like using my voice to make other people more confident with their faith and to be more comfortable being able to like read the Bible and like all that stuff. And I feel like God really wants me to go to the prayer line so that I can pray for people. Last Sunday, we, I went to the Chong's house and we were praying for Auntie Sandy's ankle that was like very sore for many months and we prayed for it a, about a couple times and then it was healed and she went right to the stairs and walked down the stairs. So basically what the camp did for me was it absolutely confirmed that he was real and I realized that since he's so real, it's like there's no reason not to pursue him. Try and be around others that are more on fire for God and then like maybe seek where he's moving. Like if you see God moving somewhere, just go and check it out. Now after camp, I really see God. He's real, and if He is real, I need to try some more. One day it was last or second to last. It was uh, the whole like, go out, minister to other people, like minister to your school. And I was just thinking, okay, I have to minister to my school just because uh, my school is not, even though it's a Christian school, it's not entirely like, I think it's like, what, 40% Christian? So I think there's a lot of people who like, need to see God. I just think a cool thing that happened uh, one day, uh, I got to feel God like on my hands and my arms. Again, it was like really low key, but 
It's really just uh, made me really happy, really cool experience. God is like really working everything, like whether you feel it or not. Like, you might not feel anything. You might just be standing in church, just like wanting to like hear something or see something. But uh, God is just always working. He's always there, and doesn't necessarily have to be at church. Like when something happens, he can just be in like your everyday life. Father, I pray that this week everybody may feel you and see you in their own way that it may be filled with the same fire that we were filled with uh, at Kona. I pray that no matter what the enemy tries to use against us, be it like sickness or restrictions, that we may continue to be on fire for you, that we may continue to spread your gospel and be your faithful servants. Father, I pray that we may all be emboldened to go out and do whatever you want us to do, be it at school or at work, or wherever we go, wherever you send us, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, I don't know about you, but like, I'm pretty exhausted after that day. Yeah, we got to see the whole island pretty much, but... <laughs> no, it was like a whole thing. road trip. <laughs> yeah. And it was so cool to just like witness them like encountering the Holy Spirit and like all of these crazy things that happened that they all like shared about today and stuff. It was just like, for me, like really eye-opening of God is so much bigger than we think and then we give him credit for. And it's not like out of the world, like this realm of possibility to believe that revival's coming or to believe that there's going to be like yeah. awesome testimonies like coming out of their schools and coming out of their friendships and and healings and all these things that they got to witness that they understand they have authority in now and so like I think commission camp was like excellent for them and like preparation for how do I like bring revival now how do I as a young person tell people about the gospel and how do I like share Jesus with my friends and with my family and so I think like this trip was the best thing that we probably could have done for them. That was a blast. And Hillary is right. God's creative solution to my trying ended up being the best possible thing for the youth. For all of you now set ablaze and inspired by the testimonies of our youth, how can you pull yourself out of the comfortable routines of daily life and stick yourself into a situation where you will see that God is real? One practical way that you could go about this is to have one interesting conversation with someone this week. Could be a family member, could be somebody from school, somebody from work. You could start with a question of something to the effect of, what is a miracle that you would love to see in your life right now? And then, if the opportunity presents itself, pray, see what happens. I'm excited to hear your stories.